thanks for joining us again. Back on deck, a full moon feature, Jared. Mm. Finally. My goal is complete to finally, you know, beat you into submission <laughs> until we're recovering a full moon. Well, we, we are, we are. Look, well, I fair. believe at the time it was Empire Pictures or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was Empire, it was but it did come up with full moon at the, front, at the start as well, so yeah. it must be a sort of a... Well, Empire was Charlie Band before full moon, I think. Yeah. So. Okay, first things first, we're just, I'm just going to say there's probably some sound problems, as is usual for us, you know, our professionalism, we turned up and found that one of the fucking, the fucking microphone we were going to use seems to have been in. <laughs> oh, no, the gremlin's gone out of turn. Yeah, it's yeah. now absolutely rooted. Yeah. So, I mean, can I just say that you advised me that oh, the, the USB seems to be a little tight, and I looked at it in the fucking socket <laughs> and been jammed that far into the microphone. She was fucking tight, all right. All right, fuck. Well, yeah, look, I'm not fucking Steve Jobs. I'm not saying you did it, but I thought maybe you might have noticed it. No, no, I wasn't looking that hard. Look, that microphone's given us six years of service. Yeah, it's done. So right. I'm pretty fucking happy with that. So, yeah. unfortunately, you're just going to have to listen to us ramble on. Yeah, so through the, the through the microphone of the laptop. If you happen to be listening and can send us a free microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Except we're, that we don't know. We're set for mine. Right. Tonight's feature, full moon feature, Jared, you finally got us in there. Yep. Trances. Nine eighty four. Yep. Before we get to that though, jam packed start. We've got what we've been watching. Mm. We've got an up or down. And we've got a bit of news. So, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? Okay, so it's mostly been shows. I knocked over the first two episodes of Obi-Wan. Yeah. Quite enjoyable so far. Okay. Ewan McGregor, just perfect for that role. It was one of the one of the really good things to come out of the prequels, and there wasn't a whole lot. So, yeah, so far, so good. Stranger Things, season four. Do you watch it? I've, In full? I've worked through... Uh, four episodes. Is it good? She is quite lengthy. There is the, the, the episodes are basically some of them are, are feature length, eighty minutes. So the, the episode length is between sixty and 80, oh. 80 plus minutes. Shit. Yeah. Look, I just like the show, and I like the fact that you know, especially this season, they're obviously taking cues from stuff like Elm Street. Mm. I mean, it's no, you don't just go and get Eng- Robert England and in this type of series and not kind of then go and show us that, hey, we're fans of this sort of stuff and it fits with what we do, so here's a little bit of that kind of vibe. Fan service and stuff like that. Yeah, so look, I just enjoy that stuff. I I, I am not, at this point, I'm not feeling like there's huge drop-offs. If if you liked season three, then I think you would like this. Okay. And there's a little more of, uh, what's his name, the bloke with the beard? Oh, shit, I've forgotten his name. But the actor's Brett Gellman. There's a little more of him, and he's he's still in the job for me. Quite okay. amusing. So, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that so far. Outside of that, the films, there wasn't a whole lot, obviously, because Stranger Things is taking up a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of that time. I didn't get to a whole lot of films, but um, what I did get to, Adam... No, you've already had a fucking chuckle at me for it, but okay. I started watching Tammy and the T-Rex mm. on Shudder. <laughs> so, 
I think he may have hit an all time. No, look, as I said, I'm easily led. If it's on Joe Bob Briggs, I'll fucking watch it. Okay, okay. Look, I'll those... cut you some slack because it's a Joe Bob yeah, commentary. It's, it's one that's been on Joe Bob, on the just Joe Bob stuff for ages, but you could not fucking you could the stream thing. the thing anywhere and then all of a sudden shut it, chucked it on. So immediately I fucking dived in head first. Yeah, it's fucking. It's a strange picture. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you that much. But so it came about by this bloke that happened to have a fucking animatronic dinosaur for a couple of fucking weeks while it was being transported. And funnily enough, his name turned up in Charlie Band's autobiography. So he's <laughs> a, obviously a doyen of the cheap film game, and he's. Uh, I believe he had an animatronic dinosaur that he had for a couple of weeks <laughs> while it was being transported elsewhere and said, I've got a million bucks. You reckon we can fucking make a picture <laughs> while we've got it? And so it seems like the, the guy that he got in touch with said, yeah, yeah, we can do it. Knocked up a script in six days. Oh. <laughs> filmed the thing in two Jesus. weeks. <laughs> Come on. But then what happened to it was the guy that fucking put up the cash was thinking he was getting like a Disney a kind of Disney-type product, but then they, uh, they'd they fucking squeezed in all this gore and stuff, so he cut, that, cut all that shit out and then tried to release it like that. But then, what, I think it was only a couple of years ago, Vinegar Syndrome or something like that came across the gore and, and added, it. added it back and put the movie back out. But they fucking stumbled across. So it was made in 94, right? Yeah. They stumbled across in the casting, pro- the casting process Tammy is Denise Richards. Yeah. Paul Walker is the boyfriend. Terry Kisser is the fucking mad doctor. Ah. And his assistant is Isaac. Bernie. His assistant is Isaac from Children of the Corn, the ah. little, little guy. Jesus. And then you got these people in cameos like fucking um, Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. And then <laughs> Poppy Montgomery shows up oh at a party. Oh, God. I don't know if you know Sean Whalen. He's one of those guys where you look at him, you see him, and you're like, oh, that guy. And you sometimes you can't even place what he's from, but you're like, I've seen him fucking everywhere. Yeah. And then one of the other guys, Joe Bob informs us, was the lover of, who was having a fucking steamy affair with the partner of one of the richest blokes in Hollywood and ended up in prison on fucking fraud charges and all this sort of shit. So, I mean, the backstory is almost as interesting as the movie, to be oh, honest. Oh, perfect. But, Sounds but the great. movie is kind of hilarious because it does have this kind of fucking Disney vibe, but then they're doing shit like cutting Paul Walker's fucking head open to take his brain out and all this. Like, yeah, it's just it's fucking crazy. Strange stuff. Yeah, but yeah strange when, stuff. You know, when you get the Joe Bob wraparound, almost anything can be entertaining. So Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Yep. I agree with that. So that's everything from you? That's everything. All right, okay. Uh, I finally went on to Shudder after six months of boycotting it. And didn't watch Tammy and the T-Rex. No, I didn't oh. watch Tammy and the T-Rex. So I watched 1980s Alligator. Yeah. I was fucking loving the fact that that was there. Mate, I love that shit. Yeah. It's great. It's 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 a it's a Jaws clone, but it's it's a good fun time. Talk about fucking animatronic animals that don't look real. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That alligator does not look real at all. Oh well the funniest thing about Tammy and the T Rex is you get these shots of the animatronic dinosaur, which obviously doesn't walk. Yeah. And then it cuts away to a shot of what's obviously someone with fucking rubber feet on. <laughs> it's just classic material, classic. really. Classic low-budget <laughs> filmmaking, Jared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched Alligator, loved it. Now, put mm. the wife through sudden death because it, it hit um, Netflix. Yeah. Oh, look, you know, I love sudden death. Yeah. Silly as a wheel. Yeah. But it it's good fun. 
and the reason why I bring up sudden death, it's interesting that I watched sudden death because I watched the new Netflix action film Interceptor, right? Which is written and directed by one of my favourite authors, Australian author Matthew Riley, mm-hmm. and also Stuart Beatty, who wrote fucking Pirates of the Caribbean and Collateral. So I thought, shit, this will be all right. This will be all right. I believe it's executive produced by Chris Hemsworth as well. Mm. Um, obviously, his wife is the star. It's not good. Okay. It's not okay. good. But I read a review saying it's the worst thing Netflix have put out, and I was like, I fucking disagree greatly. <laughs> the fact that you would think Red Notice and Six Underground, I would watch Interceptor ten times than yeah. I'd watch those two turds <laughs> ever again, and they cost $200 million. Yep. Interceptor's problem is that it's perfectly at home in the 90s. The plot and everything would have been perfect for the 90s. That silly shit that, you know, action films were built on back then. Mm. Yeah, I mean, fuck, if it was made in 95, it would have been a $100 million budget directed by fucking John Woo or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, McTiernan or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. The problem with it is that the acting's not great, the starters. I think Hemsworth's wife, whilst not the greatest actress, is actually fucking game as far as physically mm. goes. She's very game, and she is. She looks, you know, use <laughs> yeah. like she could do it. Well, I guess when you're eating chicken sandwiches at three a.m., you. Well, fuck, <laughs> mate. She's been waking up to the sounds of fucking Hemsworth's alarm going off for about ten years. So yeah. no wonder she's yeah. built. She's like, fucking built. Well join you. Put yeah, put on some fucking beef, and she's look. She's right up to the task physically. Not the greatest actress in the world, certainly not the worst. The acting's not great. The plot is silly. But where it really struggles is that Matthew Riley's not a director. And he does not know how to shoot the fights. And if you're going to do, it's low budget, really. Yeah. And it's in one location. So you've got to mix it up. You know, you've got to make that, those action scenes pop. And they don't. Yeah, right. And I look at something like John Wick, the original John Wick. It's a lower-budget action film. It's an interesting plot, but nothing special. Yeah. But the it lives and dies by its action sequences. So, where does, so uh, good. where does Riley rank on the Stephen King scale of authors <laughs> directing? Oh, look, it's not like, it's not like he's was fucking coked to the eyeballs or anything. Yeah. Is, just, he, is he, you know, this ATM call me an arsehole, or is he like <laughs> meaty or shit? Kind of? <laughs> he's in between. He's okay. not meaty or shit. But the problem is, mate, hire a director who can do this. Hire yeah. a journeyman. Like, remember the 80s, Jack? <laughs> you remember the 80s well. I certainly do. If you couldn't hire John McTiernan, Richard Donner, you know, James Cameron, yeah. you hired Craig Baxley yeah. or Mark yeah, Lester. Right. Who, although not, you know. Not proficient not, at getting well, much well, else no, 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 not, not, not proficient. Well, I was going to say quite the opposite. Although not directors, had fucking lengthy fields, lengthy experience in the field and probably knew how to do some of that before they got given directing gig. Yeah, correct. Uh, now, Matthew Riley, to- as you said, like, not trying to take shots at the bloke, no. but you don't just go from writing books to directing it. Correct. And it it shows that the, the, the action sequences are directed with such, they're so lacklustre. Like, you've got to, you hire, you put your money into a stunt team 
and choreographers who can give you that. Yeah. And then you deliver that. I mean, there's no, there's no, you know, there's a reason why something like Mad Max Fury Road is so good is that the, every action scene is different and shot almost differently. Riley's just not there. Maybe it was the money. Maybe mm. the money wasn't there. But essentially you need to really sell that shit, and he doesn't, yeah, unfortunately. Right. So to me, you, you needed a journeyman, a Baxley, a fucking Lester. I remember, I, I, I must admit, I always laugh at, because we were Craig Baxley tragics. <laughs> We've been Craig Baxley fans for years. And I remember watching the Predator, behind-the-scenes Predator stuff. Yeah. And John McTiernan's talking about how he didn't shoot the um, attack on the gorilla compound. That was directed second unit yeah. by Craig Baxley. And he's like, I fucking hate that scene. <laughs> 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 he's like, he's not happy with what Baxley yeah, pulled out. Yeah. Don't do that to man. I mean, fuck. <laughs> he did his best. <laughs> but, yeah, and look. Blew, blew everything up. Yeah. Oh, you definitely, definitely blew everything up. Interceptor is by far not the worst thing that Netflix have put out. I can tell you right now. Mm. It has some moments that were, were quite good. Very poor villain, too. Young right. Australian actor by the name of Luke Bracey. Yeah. Yeah, just, no. Nah, no. Nah. Right. Too, too smarmy for that shit, you know? I need a cold, just give me a nice cold classic sort of Eastern European. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. That's what you need, these pictures. I say in all seriousness, she's never topped fucking Beyond Reanimator for mine. So <laughs> let's just move on. Stop trying, Elsa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I, I, I fucking... Any movie that contains a reanimated penis is just hard to, <laughs> hard to beat. Does it? <laughs> fucking hell, I've been having another look at that. Yeah, is that on Tubi? I think it's on Tubi. Uh, I've got the I've got Oh, the you've got a box, there, you've so got a box have a set, have you? <laughs> okay, and the last one, the big ticket item, Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Now you're gonna have to, you, you know, give I'm us a hold little, my dick a little bit, a little bit, bit, bit not everything, because we are gonna cover. Five years ago, me, you, and Gibbo said, "What the fuck? Why would yeah. you do another Top Gun? Who wants this shit? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who wants this shit? And I believe we said Tom Cruise was a spent force. <laughs> Honestly, we know oh. fucking nothing. <laughs> We're known for our on the point kind of. <laughs> Commentary on <laughs> but cinema. I'm going to say this. The, 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 the decision to hold off on releasing Top Gun in 2020, I think it was, it was the initial time, Yeah, was a fucking masterstroke because you have to see it on the big screen. Look, it's popcorn thrills. As far yeah. as the plot goes, there is nothing that is going to blow your mind and people were tugging themselves for the best movie of the year. I think they might be well and truly wrong there. But it's Entertainment Plus, and the fucking flight sequences are just unbelievable. Mm. Like, all those actors are taking the fucking G-Force. Like, they, yeah, they, they do it all in the in the cockpit. Mm. And that really gives it that that weight, you know, about how realistic it is. Yeah. And I'm going to say this, and I never thought I would, <laughs> about a Top Gun movie. But there is genuinely a sequence between Maverick and Iceman which is fucking really, really well done. Mm. Um, and a really awesome way to bring Iceman into it. Reanimated your dead, cold fucking heart oh, fuck. again. Happens occasionally. And, you know, you know, say what you want about Cruz as a bloke, but his performance is 
It's nuanced. Well, it's as layered. I said to you, I've said to you a couple of times, the, the word all around is that he's a great boy. Yeah. But when I, as I said to you. If he traps me in my trailers, When Tom says, do you want to come to lunch? And I say, oh, yeah, you'll shout. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And then I see him reaching into his little bag with a couple of pamphlets in his hand. I say, oh, I'm uh, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, I go like this immediately. I can stop right there, mate. We are not talking about religion, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Um, no, but the fact of the matter is the guy can act and he's al- yes. he's always been a, 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 a bloke who knows how to make a good picture. Yeah. Always. Well, and, not always. Oh, not always. Like, I'll talk about the mummy. The last the mummy. Years. But he, but yeah, like, he has had the Mission Impossible. Impossibles have always the things delivered. around that have always. So he's had a bit of shit around that. Had some trouble. But, you know, something like Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Fucking excellent. Awesome. It, it things like Oblivion and Jack Reacher and that didn't quite. Hit the mark. Yep. The mummy certainly Collateral, didn't hit the mark. Yeah. Collateral's a joke. So he's had some good things yeah. around it. But definitely go to the cinema. It's that, yeah. that, it's going to fucking rake in big, big dollars. Like, yeah. had a massive opening well, weekend. Second, His biggest ever. I think second week was a still 86 mil. Yeah. Tacked onto the top. But it had nothing in its wake that weekend, no, which was no, great. No, no. You know, it was able to sort of. But it really delivers, and I think it's definitely. Well, I think the worth second it. week numbers, despite I think the drop off was about thirty percent. Dropped off six percent, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's what they said. Like in the We're states, all over ourselves. Even thirty percent is still really good word of mouth. Yeah. kind of numbers. Yeah. That, that people saw it and said, "Yeah, go check it out." Yeah. Definitely worth your time. Yeah. Everyone, no. As he preached. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, let's have lunch. And he went, he went to fucking Scientology fucking headquarters. I went, oh, shit. Can <laughs> 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 we just go down the road to a fucking jack-in-the-box, yeah, mate? I'm not getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's segue into our Apple down. Before Maverick, they had a, a teaser trailer for the new Mission Impossible film, Dead Reckoning, part one. Not much to show in it. About what it's about, but looks pretty fucking good to me. And five years ago, I told you I had no time for the bloke, and there was no way I was going to watch any of his movies. Now that I've seen Maverick, I think I'll be <laughs> rocking up. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put some money on him. <laughs> well, I mean, once you once you fucking open yourself up to being hypocritical, you might as well just fucking continue oh. forging on that path. Like- uh, it's like that classic thing of I've jumped off the bandwagon. And then the wagon came past her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately got back on it. Yeah, the wagon came past. Your fucking shoes are, <laughs> shoes are worn through. You, you could not wait to fucking I jump straight. I fucking flagged him down. Yeah, yeah. And then when you had the opportunity to get off again, you thought, no, 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 no. I'll stay on. Oh, I just thought I heard about the next destination. And I thought that sounds pretty good too. Yeah. So I might just hang on. So this is obviously a two-parter. I'm assuming this is the end of it. This is where they're going to end it. Possibly, yeah. Possibly, might be the might be the uh, might be what's going to happen. Yeah. So, what's your take? Well, because you mean, went back to the series and fucking dodged yourself. I, mean, I, fucking it dropped it, I dropped it like it was hot for however <laughs> many years, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, the last ones were awesome. Especially, especially the very last one was was fucking cool. So. Uh, number two is the worst. I mean, yeah, yeah number two is the worst. I, I remember thinking that was really good, but then watching it this time, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, John we've Wood, left right? this behind, haven't we? This John is Wood fucking style. got blind or something. <laughs> <laughs> that one was, Jesus Christ. I mean, that one fucking sucks. <laughs> I remember it not being particularly great on it when it came out. 
So yeah. the cinema, of course. But yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But you had movie max at the time, so you were that upset. <laughs> 25 bucks, $8 <laughs> tickets. Yeah, I think... Uh, Three feet film. I mean, geez, it doesn't show much other than some familiar faces, about 18 different fucking set pieces, yeah. 14 different car chases, yeah. which is what you expect. Tommy C fucking jumping off something. Yeah, <laughs> he shouldn't yeah. be doing. Well, the, of course, at the end, he flies off that... The motorbike and then um, parachutes, and I thought to myself, I bet this silly bastard did that for real. Did he? <laughs> yeah, well, he said, I'm only doing this if I'm allowed to actually do it for real. And the producers fucking gulped the Yeah, well, you know, oh, yeah, you, okay. can, you know, Jared, in, in fucking Top Gun Maverick, he hopped into the cockpit. <laughs> yeah, of and he fucking did. Jerry Brookhouse was going, What the fuck are you doing? Did. I bet there was probably, probably some fucking outtakes where the, you know, he was climbing out of the cockpit <laughs> yeah, the whilst it was on fucking autopilot and hanging off the plane. Or something, no. people were just like, Jesus, Tom. Yeah, it starts taxiing, it. it starts taxiing, and they go, The pilot's going, Fuck, <laughs> 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 I haven't got there yet. Oh, Tom's just taking it out for a bit of a run. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, you, 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 you're watching that and you're saying, That's exactly what we've been getting. The good thing about the last couple of movies was the story was there to match it. So yeah. hopefully. It's there. If not, well, fuck. We'll get some breathtaking sequences and <laughs> Tom being a silly bastard. So. I believe it's still directed by the same fella, Christopher McQuarrie. Mm-hmm. He's done most of the other last two or three, at least. So yeah, I'm definitely in. I'm big up, big up on that one. Yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'm, I'm up at yeah. the moment. I need to get back to the. I need to look back on the series. Yeah, well, I do too. I mean, that's the, when you. When you, squeeze, <laughs> when you squeeze out good films for full moon features out of your brain's yeah, yeah, exactly. space, you've you got to go fill back with and, the fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, you've got to go back and refresh. So i better do the same thing. Okay, last bit, last bit, a little bit of news, Scream news. It's been confirmed by Neve Campbell herself that she will not be back for Scream 6, which, you know, no surprise in my book. I think I think that's where we we sort of were at the end of it. I guess the surprising element is it sounds like she was lowball. You reckon? Well, that's uh, the statement made it sound like she she mentioned kind of you know placing a value on herself that that she couldn't compromise basically. So it sounds. So like you both came with a low offer, and I said, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah, is that basically. basically what it is? I think so. I think it sounds like that. Or the other suggestion is perhaps they were going to kill her off, which I also don't feel like is the right move. No. So and look, if if it is that they lowballed her, they shouldn't have. <laughs> but the fact is, I think that the, the scream kind of put her put it them in a position where Sydney's no longer required. Well, this is the thing. I, I, I had mixed feelings because Cause I don't want to see her killed off like Dewey was. No, I don't want to see her killed off. I had mixed feelings in the sense that obviously this is one of my favourite film series. Is been very important to me for some stretch of time, so it closes a chapter. That, but but the other part of it is that's kind of where it probably should have. We all spoke about the last one and and what we felt going forward was the play, and it just felt like it closed the book last time. Yeah, it didn't didn't feel like there needed to be more story told or added to that for Sydney. So I'm not really sad. I'm not mm. upset about it. I'm kind of like, okay, well, we've hit this point. And she's I'm obviously kinda... unhappy because someone said, we'll give you scale. She said, what the fuck? It reminds me of scale. You know, in my head, when I saw that statement, it reminds me of, you know, those old sports management games. And I remember you and I had a rugby league <laughs> one 
and having had the background in the NBA ones, you can always lowball and then kind of lift your offer. And I remember getting a rugby league one and thinking, right, I'm going to lowball the star star player here on my team. And I um, yeah, immediately the first response was, I never want to speak to you again. <laughs> oh, shit, okay. So, <laughs> anyway, I'll come back to the table. <laughs> that was just the initial no. one to make. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I was expecting. We can work on this. See, that. He fucked off to another club. Told him. That was it. He signed with someone else the next day. So... <laughs> So, so that's what it sounds like. So Dave Campbell, Campbell, if you're looking for a new new agent, uh, we are not in the business. Yeah, I, yeah. I would have probably labelled anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. no I, it feels like yeah. Okay, maybe she got a shit off. I wasn't upset. The only kind of sadness came around that it was like, okay, we kind of felt like this was where it was going. This just confirmed it. So I'm like, okay, well, we probably won't get another another screen film with Neve Campbell in it, which is which is a little. There's a tinge of sadness, but. As I said, I'd already kind of come to the point after Screen 5 thinking, well, that's the story wrapped up, and I'm really happy with the way that it wrapped up. Yeah, agreed. I can't be upset with that, and if she wants to move on, fucking more power to her. If they're going to lowball you, then fucking give them the finger and walk yeah, out. Yeah, my <laughs> oath. You fucking carry the series. Exactly. I think you, you – look, you know what? It would have been – it's f- fair, fair for her to say, I deserve a big payday. Yeah. Because these films have been very... I don't even know if that's the case. We don't know whether she asked for it, but the fact is those films have been extremely successful and made a lot of money. Yeah. And I suggest her price tag wouldn't have been that high. And anyone in her position who's who's been the the, sort of the stalwart of that franchise should be saying, I deserve... A chunk of ca- chunk of change. Yeah. I mean, it's only film number six, and yeah. how much cash have you made off this fucking series? And the last one was extremely successful. That's right. So you've got to be saying. And I mean, the last one you didn't have Wes Craven. No. So if you didn't have Nev Campbell for that one, you were fucking starting from well behind the eight ball. Correct. So she came back. <laughs> the film was a hit. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, there's a lot of people contributing to that, but without her, probably doesn't happen. Correct. So. If if it is a low ball situation, well, I you know fucking have all nothing but respect for that because don't yeah. don't you know if you feel that you're not getting what you're worth, which I don't think if it if it is a low ball situation, then you weren't getting what you were worth, and I think it's only fair. Yep. You know you can you you, you can guarantee that Jamie Lee Curtis gets a slice, a big well, slice of Halloween. Production, yes. Yeah, she? She gets so she gets very well paid to come back and do Laurie Strode. I don't see any difference between Nev Campbell getting paid well for this. So if it is a lowball situation, well, you're fucking silly on the producer's part. Yeah. But, but if it was a I feel like, yeah, I feel like if it, it was just more, didn't have anything left in it. Yeah, if it was more a situation where someone's come and said, all right, we're, we're going to kill the character off. Again, I support her decision in that one. Agreed. I don't, I don't think you should kill her. You've hit a point where it was like that would only be for the sake of for the sake of a twist or a cheap thrill. But uh, the sense I get was that it was a low-ball offer, the the wording. Basically, here's the wording. I've just looked it up. As a woman, I've had to work extremely hard in my career to establish my value, especially when it comes to Scream. I felt the offer that was presented to me did not equate to the value I've brought to the franchise. Correct. So, Uh, I mean, no hard feelings from my end. I think that she deserves a hell of a lot more if that's the... 
if that's the gist of things, yep. you fucking pony out the cash. You yeah. say, well, shit, this woman has carried this franchise for a while and we she deserves a payday, like a real payday, not a yeah. fucking, not a small slice. She needs a nice big chunk. Yeah, and as you said, going by her value or, or what she would probably be asking in the industry, even that is not going to fucking... I mean, if, if the last movie made, you know, a couple hundred million and she asked for fucking five to ten? She asked for five. She'd be asking for somewhere in that, that sort of range. Yeah. And fucking you not it worth it's a fucking, arguing about in my book. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, no at, worries. It's, at worst, it's a fucking pat on the back deal. For all yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a, hand, a handshake for carrying it or being a big big player in the franchise for so long. Yeah. Um, it's, your, it's your retirement fund. So that's really where the only disappointment lies from. If yeah. that's what happened, it fucking sucks because it's just a reminder of this is what the industry is. And I think from a horror perspective, and this is me talking, I mean personally talking, um, but I think you'd be a lot of fans out there who would say that that character is, um, I think we had this conversation about me, you and Brandon, about her being the, the final girl. Or at least on par with Laurie Strode. Yep, and that's that's a big deal in the in the horror community. Yeah, you know? well, for people like us, it is. And as so, you said, she said she's fucking extremely thankful to all the fans and whatever. But this is the situation, and I think just about everyone in the, in this kind of community would say, "Good on you." See, only best wishes. Mm-hmm. Like, see, the, the thing for me is, some people might say it's greedy, yeah, but, but this bullshit. isn't greed. No, this isn't about greed. This is about I got paid fuck all for most of the other pictures. Yeah. So this is the payday that I deserve after so long. Yeah. This is the franchise player basically just saying, look. I was on a four-year deal <laughs> yeah, for fuck yeah, all, yeah, yeah. and now suddenly I'm the free agent. <laughs> I played, bricks can't give me some money. I played, four, I played a four-year deal for 10 mil a year um, when everyone else is getting all the other all-stars are getting 30 to, 30 to 40. I just want, I just want a one-year 40. She was on the Scotty Pippen deal, mate. She was on the Pippen deal. That's right. I mean, Scotty had a reason he was never tipping Pippen because he was. Yeah, no money. Honestly, these other fuck sticks are walking around with big, big bulging pockets, and they're they're giving him shit about not tipping. Yeah, yeah. I can't afford to. He was making rookie money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, basically that's how I see the situation. Yeah, and disappointing, disappointing. If that's what's happened, and it's not like you really can't afford it. No, it's uh, not like you can't dig into the pocket and go shit. Oh, all right, okay. Our franchise, our <laughs> franchise star wants five million bucks. Yeah, yeah. no worries. It's the Lakers saying, "Ah, oh, sorry, LeBron, we can't afford that." <laughs> yeah, that's no, right. Can't do that. So very disappointing if that's the case. But I just feel like Sydney Sydney's storyline was played out. And and played yeah. out well. That's the positive to it. If that's where I didn't it want is. to see her die. Yeah, I, I like the way she went out. She went out tough and shit, like she always had, does. Yep. She was dialed back in the film. Like they didn't give her a lot of time on screen, but what they did give her was was worthy. Yeah, and if that's where it ends, I'm happy with it. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break, Jared. And here's the trailer to 1984's Trances. I'm Jack Death. I'm a trooper in the 23rd century. Jack Death, Angel City PD. May I see your stats? 
What did I do? Under Section 7 of the Penal Code, the Council authorized me to administer you a transfer suspect examination. You can't give me a TSE without a warrant. I got your warrant right here now. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want any trouble. Hold on, my job is hunting transfers. I got nothing to hide. Finding them. Negative. And singeing them. Look out! Sometimes they find me first. Then it's a little more complicated. How do you know Whisper's location? We monitored a line disruption in Los Angeles, December 1985. And Zant, Ash, and I all had ancestors in the city then. If you think I'm bringing that scum up the line, you got the wrong trooper. Unless you stop Whistler. Everything the council has accomplished for the last 40 years will count for nothing. Okay, let's say I believe this. You're a cop from the future and you're chasing this guy, Piper. Whistler. Why doesn't he just turn you into one of these zombies? Or me? Trancing only works on squids. People with weak minds, easily controlled. Lena, I'm from another time, another world. I don't even know what you people eat for lunch. Okay, I got fried rice, egg rolls, and beef chow mein. Beef? You like from a cow? I thought it was rough in the 23rd century. I didn't know how hot it could get. Jack? How's my tan? It was getting hotter all the time. Jack? I guess I just attract a certain element no matter what century I'm in. Anyway, I gotta run now. I wanna ride with the lady. Over here, Ashby. Trances, 1984, directed and produced by Charles Band, who also directed Evil Bong, 888. <laughs> I hope that's on fucking TV. <laughs> yeah, well, they are. I think all <laughs> is there 888 of them? <laughs> there is. I've got a lot of work to do. It's written by Danny Bilson, who wrote The Five Bloods, and Paul DeMeo, who wrote The Rocketeer. It stars Tim Thomason as Jack Death, Helen Hunt as Lena, and Art LaFleur as McNulty. Budget was 400k. Box office, there was. I couldn't find anything about box office. I'm not really mm. sure if it, it would have been a director video type of thing. I'll yeah, yeah. Uh, the motorcycle scene marked the first time Helen Hunt had operated a motorcycle. <laughs> Classic full moon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't know how to ride it? Don't I just uh, like, probably it. would have put her on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely her. You can see from the front. It's definitely her. It's not like a stunt rider. Oh, All right. Jared, thoughts? Chances? Being well, a connoisseur of fine full moon oh, well, features. I don't know about a connoisseur, but yes, I do enjoy a full moon feature. Look, the trances is all that is fucking. All that, 
chances is all that you watch Full Moon features for. It's unapologetically fucking derivative of other films. It's cheapest, cheapest chips, but fucking tries its best to squeeze every dollar out of it. Some of the Full Moon features aren't as successful with that. This one is quite successful at not really showing how cheap it actually is. Yeah. And the reason I like to go to them is it's just you can see that the people behind them are really just wanting to make a fucking entertaining popcorn flick. That's always what it's about, whether it's a whether it's a scary movie, whether it's, a, you know, like this one that's a bit of sci-fi action kind of stuff. All they're doing is trying to make you, or at the time, we're trying to make you fucking pick that thing up off the shelf, have a good time with it, and go, fuck, I'll watch another full moon feature. And they got me right there. Right. <laughs> they grabbed you by it. the cods. But I reckon this one's the best the best one that I've seen of the full moon features. There's other ones that don't have as good good ideas or effects as this one manages to squeeze out. Mm. And obviously this one's got a pretty pretty reasonable cast as well. Really I had a I had a really good time with it. Three and a half. Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Bingo, because I'm also snake eyesing it. Yep. I really like this. I, I, I was super surprised, Jared, because I was thinking to myself, I remember hearing about this back in the Fangoria days and all that sort of stuff and hearing about Full Moon and thinking these guys were just cheap peddlers of bullshit. Yep. And then every time you mentioned you'd watched some fucking crap on TV, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, Full Moon features. Yeah, you dick. But this, yes, it's derivative of the Terminator. It's got Terminator kind of leanings. Yep. Blade but, Runner. Blade Runner, yeah. But it looks pretty damn good for a movie made for 400K. It actually has some really interesting and cool ideas mm. that I think they incorporate quite well. Yep. It's got a good cast. Yep. And I'm going to say this, I think the the, 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 the pairing of Thomason and Hunt is really, really good. Yeah, it is. There's a real chemistry between them that I think is fantastic. He's the gruff fucking ball bag and she's the <laughs> she's the young young sort of, you know sidekick who kind of helps him out. And I think yeah. that a lot of it works out really, really well. Yeah. I don't think it's a surprise that the guys that kind of put this one together ended up going on to some bigger Some and better bigger things. and better films, yeah. Except for Charlie Ben. Oh, well, but then again, he's always direct. on bigger and better things. Head of the family. Yeah, <laughs> <Here>, better. <laughs> oh, man. I was looking for a budget on Trances 2 to see if they got a little bit of a, a bump. No, fuck no. I mean, it's still... It's <laughs> Probably still half as much. Char- <laughs> <laughs> still Charlie Ben. Charlie man. was like, fuck, 400K. Yeah, We're getting this done for 200K. Yeah, I think at the time he might have been encountering some financial difficulties, uh, well, kind of later 90s, so by, by the time Trances... Four and five rolled around. The budget's probably 40 uh, 50 grand. <laughs> <laughs> but straight into the likes, mate, the idea, while similar to the Terminator in its sort of basic premise of going back from the future to the past to hunt down a, a killer, you know, he's got to protect some people as well. That's Terminator. That's that's Terminator by the, yep. by the numbers. But I actually really like the little wrinkle about how you had to go back into a, into a, um, the body of a, a relative. And a relative. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool and, and makes for a very amusing sequence involving McNulty turning up as a fucking child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is, it's, 
Well, it's as fucking high concept as Full Moon Faces have, have got. <laughs> um, and I really like the idea of the villain coming back as a cop. Yeah. So he then a... had carte blanche yes. to do whatever he wanted. Excellent idea. And that was a really cool idea. Made Jack Death's mission even harder. Yep. It's one of the it's it's one of the things where the that idea with a big budget. Oh yeah, I mean fucking excellent because here like that that particular idea is the one that you can't get as well fleshed out because you only ever see him with about three cops around him yeah. because obviously you got to pay extras. Yeah, correct. Whereas if you had a massive budget, that's where you have the fucking heist. You know the the, the large scale chases with the cops on your hammer and all yeah. that sort of shit. So. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fucking fantastic idea for a for a small budget picture. And no disrespect to the Terminator because the Terminator is a fucking genuine classic. Classic. But they talk about guerrilla filmmaking. That but that shit's budgeted six million. What's this fucking capuchin monkey? <laughs> <laughs> Trances fucking fifteen by now on that budget. <laughs> but but you know, Terminator is is somewhat guerrilla filmmaking if you listen to the making of. But this is just because this was all would have been all shot in the streets and shit on the side yeah, yeah. with no permits. Well, whatsoever. I mean, as I said, I mean, as I said previously. Um, it's kind of, we spoke about James Cameron's kind of guerrilla filmmaking is I didn't have a permit. <laughs> Charlie Bands is, I fucking crashed the car and left it there. <laughs> <laughs> I crashed the car, heard an extra, and then fucked off. Left it there. Well, and the cops could turn up. And then got bailed up on fucking <laughs> <laughs> charges later on for all these vehicles I destroyed. <laughs> I was still paying fucking registration on cars and I blew up. Good on you, Charlie. Great yeah, work. See, that is, that is true, Gorilla. Or, as he's said, monkey. I don't even think it's the monkey. I think it's the fucking pile of dung it left behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's capuchin monkey shit, Phil monkey. No, that was transfers five and six. <laughs> yeah. Look. Tim Thomason. Goal. Great. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know what his resume is like. I think he was a comedian at some point. Was he? Or something Look, like that. Um, he's, he's a guy who's always toiled in low-budget stuff. Yeah. But as far as um, the performance is concerned, he finds the right gruff kind of tough-talking cop yeah, that I you need. To a little bit of Bruce Campbell. Yeah, of. yeah. Like he's just a gruff ball bag who's kind of amusing at times, and yeah. you get a few laughs out of him. And and um, but he's definitely got like he's got a quality where he's the perfect man for these kind of. You know, you don't have the cash to pay big dollar, but you get a guy like him. Well, he's going to do the job for you. Exactly. And the whole thing of him going back to the eighties and then having been kind of. 
resurrected in the body of an ancestor who yeah. just happens to be sleeping with Helen Hunt. Paul was fucking punching above his Paul. weight for sure. Paul? Phil? Phil, Phil. sorry. Not Paul. Yeah. Phil was punching above his weight. Yes. But out, lo- of his, out of his age. <laughs> out of his age bracket. 15 year difference or 15 oh. to 20, I think. But he was Tim Thomas so far. Correct. That's right. That's I mean, if Tommy Atkins can get it over. <laughs> Tommy Atkins. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. Thomas can definitely get it done. Um, yeah, but think- that, that relationship, and I said that I said it at the start, is fucking excellent. Yeah, and there is no doubt well. about it that you can tell that Helen Hunt was going to be yeah, well, a good performer. I think she's really reasonably good, good, but the character's pretty good too. Like, it's probably not going to pass the Bechdel test because she's always talking about Jack. But the character itself, she's got a bit of fucking go about her. Yeah. She's, she's not just there to be kind of the damsel in distress. I mean, obviously, at the end, she gets kind of stuck in that situation very briefly, but for the rest of the picture, she's she's right in the right Well, in especially the back she, in 1984, where that fool. shit would have been du jour, mate. Yeah, like, and the woman is just there to be, to be saved. Yeah, she's she's not a fool. She's she's up for the challenge. She says, oh, "I want to come along." Yeah, and yeah. She says, "All right." Like that sort of stuff is is pretty solid. And when it gets down to it, I was fucking. I felt the romantic angle was good. It's not one of those movies where I watched and thought, "Ah, oh, this just fucking stuffed in because that's what you expect." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was by the numbers. But when I saw the the chemistry, and I, I saw liked. The characters, I think I where where good. I think they did a good thing was she was an alternative. She was into alternative music and yeah. hair colors and all that shit. So yeah, but she also <laughs> I mean, Rudy she Jim also, Thomas. And was <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you're alternative. <laughs> Last night, I mean, after what I consumed, you look twenty years younger. <laughs> and I'm uh, not the piss of the fucking punk bar. I came out and fell into oh, bed with you. you. Shit. Holy shit! But she's actually Talk about it, she wanted to chew her fucking arm. <laughs> <laughs> but she actually looks like like she makes reasonably fucking sound decisions. Like when he's he's fucking following her, she's going, "Did I leave you my number?" No, oh, thank Christ! Like you know, she's making smart <laughs> yeah, kind of. And, yeah. and when he chases her down after the whole Santa Claus situation, she doesn't want a fucking bar of it. Yeah, she tries to kind of coax him along and then piss off. Yeah, until it becomes clear that oh shit, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is legit. Yeah, you know? that's right. And so I really, I, I think the two of them together is really, really solid. It yes. really works. Yep. And, it, and this is another thing that elevates this movie. You kind of get lucky in your casting when you're working with 400K. But I, you knew that. I mean, your full moon feature is the market quality. You knew that was coming. I knew happen. that was coming. Yeah, of course. Of course. of course I did. You knew when 400K that you would get the likes of Dole Man and Helen Hunt together. It would be a fucking <laughs> oh, spark yeah, would fly. <laughs> but in a way, you kind of. With a full moon feature, you're picking up people who either grizzled old vets or (laughs) fucking Thomas is more grizzled than most. You're scouring the fucking minimum, the the, the veteran's minimum market. Correct, (laughs) correct. But you're also getting young up-and-comers, and and if you're lucky, you get one that works. You get an undrafted free agent who turns into a fucking all-star. You can hit the three and and (laughs) drive to the lane. (laughs) (laughs) And play a bit of D. Yeah. So ultimately, that's what you get here. You get a grizzled vet like Thomason, and this kind of puts him in his element. Then you get a young 
yeah. young up and comer like Helen Hunt. I mean, and you're not going to run, together, a, you're not gonna run a fucking full court trapping defense because you've only got one or two people who can do <laughs> you it. You are running a boxing one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Definitely right. boxing one. That's right. So, definitely yeah. boxing one with this lot. You know, when you get to the offensive end, you're feeding Helen Hunt all of your oh, shots. Oh, like. oh, yeah, definitely. Down in the post, fucking. <laughs> Yeah, it really works well. I well, think. even Whistler, even the guy that played Whistler, is pretty solid. Yeah, and I can't remember his name. I think the actor's Art Lafleur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McNulty. Uh, McNulty. He's yeah. pretty good. And that, that stuff was solid. Yeah. So that they, they filled it, they fill out all the parts quite well. And uh, Charlie Band's uh, philosophy of he always says you pay the fucking cinematographer mm. because they'll make you a piece of shit film look like a million bucks. Even if you only got four hundred Ks. So and I think when I watched this one, I don't think that was ever truer of a full yeah, movie. Picture. Correct, correct. This one looked really I don't cool. know who the cinematographer was. But, Neither do I. Um But for four hundred K I think tell. it was someone of note. Yeah. Look it up. Okay. While we're doing I'll get on that. But I thought his philosophy was I crash car and then continue to pay the <laughs> fucking registration for yeah, ten yeah. years. <laughs> I thought his philosophy was I'm hungry need money for the past few years. <laughs> yeah, no, that was in the fucking prime. His prime of his career was I'm hungry need money. No, well I think he did say like he would make a profit but he'd still be paying the debts from the previous film, but then he fucking rolled that over to the new film. <laughs> so he what did he, that was dang, I'm sorry, he's running a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. If you say the budget from the last film, the budget from the new film would be covering the fucking whatever was left from the last and film. And let me and tell you something. Charlie Man was crazy. You're his, not covering much of the fucking budget. His fucking credit cards were maxed out. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. was, he was using his credit cards to buy shit. Yeah. The future stuff actually is pretty good. I like the fact that all they do is kind of, like any good low-budget film, the diner, the car, the gun, they all look like normal current vehicles and, and, yeah, and yeah. but they've just been jazzed up enough to give it a futuristic look. Yep. And that's what you do when you're making cheap filmmaking. Yep. Okay, so the cinematographer is Mac Alberg. Oh yeah, and he he is well known. What do so we got? He, look, he's he's done a lot of full moon features. I'll I'll give you that, especially in recent years. But he has had he did the fucking Brady Bunch movies, which were reasonable budget, I think. Beverly Hills Cop three, striking distance. Uh so he's got a he's got a few on there. He's one right. of these guys that seems to be. He did Arena, classic. Uh, <laughs> he's one of these guys that seems to have possibly started in Full Moon, and then you know done some way ones, something better. Come back to Full Moon, which a lot of people have done, which speaks to, I guess, Charlie Band's fucking ability to make a fucking fun little set for four hundred k's. Of course, he did. Uh, he did do Reanimator too, I believe. Okay. So yeah, he's done. He's he's taken his lumps in low budget cinema. DOP on Hell Knight. Okay, well there you go. I'm a fan of Hell Knight and its look and atmosphere. I could not help but laugh at fucking Jack shooting a ball Santa Claus in front of the children. Oh, <laughs> I think my note says the high concept is never higher than fucking Jack belting up at <laughs> Santa Claus and shooting Santa. it in front I'm of the little him. children. Who then, genius. Who then says something about, is Santa Claus going to be okay? <laughs> yeah. No, he's stuff. not. He's dead. Good stuff. I really enjoyed that. I also, I mean, I can't believe you've gone past the fact that our fucking main character is called Jack Death. Oh, Death. D-E-T-H, too. <laughs> I mean, Top I hated it. I laughed my ass off and then I said, no, I'm in. I love it. Yeah, yeah I, love it. I love it. I'm all there. I'm all there. So, yeah. And I dug his kind of hard-boiled kind of bullshit. 
Yes. You know, when he turns up at the diner and basically just fucking accosts that bloke about the- Yeah. Essentially, he's the same character in Dole Man. Is he? And then when he comes to Earth, he's fucking, you know, 12 inches tall. It's the high same- concept pitch there from Full Moon? Lower concept. Lower it's still level. pretty high concept. Oh, no, for them, yeah. <laughs> so unfortunately, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't make for them. Work that's as well their for that fucking tenant. <laughs> rather, rather than using good special effects, they just they just shot you know the camera looking down <laughs> at, at Tim Thomason to make him look twelve inches tall. Holy shit! <laughs> now this sequence for me, well, the best idea of the film was the idea of the slow motion watch. Which I thought the was long fantastic. Yeah. And worked perfectly. Especially the one use. Yeah. One use that has use to be retapped. Yeah. And they use it midway through the film. Yeah. And then to bring it back at the end. Yes. I have a slight dislike to it. Yep. But I think the way it worked and the way it keeps you, helps you to get out of trouble. Yes. It was cool. And given it was, you know, it was before the Matrix and that sort of stuff. Obviously, didn't have the budget to do things like bullet time. <laughs> Our budget says we're going to shoot in slow mo, yeah. and you're going to stand still yeah, while, yeah. while Tim walks around you or Correct. runs around yeah. you. But it it looked pretty good. Yeah, it all worked. It was a really good. cool idea yeah. that was pretty well delivered. Although the ten seconds goes for about a fucking oh, ninety know. seconds, I believe <laughs> yeah. someone said. Yeah, it's time like, to go for ninety seconds. Well, it looks like, and I think it comes from you press this watch, and one second gives you. 10 seconds while everyone else is still, but then they do it in slow-mo to kind of accentuate the effect. Yeah. So it still seems to work based on what they're saying in the movie, but then by shooting it in slow-mo, they kind of drag it on. Yeah. So it is longer than it should be. does work pretty well when you're watching it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think that's the most ingenious idea brought to the table that that I haven't seen elsewhere. Other than the crook going back into the body. Yeah, into the the body of the police chief. That was cool. Yeah. I like the fact that Jack kicks the shit out of a few punks. We just sort of get yeah. a sense of his, his fucking, yeah, you know, he's a bit of a tough guy and yeah, yeah. he can handle himself because you he haven't really got that. Style. doesn't get a hand laid on him. I know, I love it. Really, really wails on him too. Yeah. I mean, I'd have fucking hit someone after I heard that band playing, though. Oh, fuck <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Talk about fucking noise pollution. Yeah. God. That was also just after I did appreciate it, even though it was an obvious gag, obviously his name being Jack Death and he's watching Peter Gunn. Oh, yeah, what yeah. sort of fucking name is Peter Gunn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was good. That was good, too. As I said before, McNulty appearing as an, in the 80s as a, a small girl, which I thought was piss funny about how she just turns up and starts going fucking yeah, yeah. giving him some shit about what he should be doing, <laughs> and then he just picks her up and carries her outside. The highest of high concepts. Yeah, oh, great stuff. Yeah, fuck, I can't get out of the club. Holy shit, I felt like Jack when that came on. I was thinking, get me out of here. Reminds <laughs> me of that club in Robocop. Where he goes to collect, yeah. where we see Paul Verhoeven fucking dancing. <laughs> <laughs> he put himself in that sequence. Oh, shit. <laughs> Better than Bob Shay putting himself in there. It's a leather bar. <laughs> yeah. too. God, well played, Bob. <laughs> I also love that McNulty keeps mucking around with death. So he brings him back from the future, from the past back to the future, just as he's about to get. Get into the sack with Helen Hunt. Yeah. And then he sends him back just after it's finished. <laughs> and he's yeah. there going, oh, fuck, I hope you had fun this time again, Bill. <laughs> I thought that shit was piss funny. That was. That was quite funny. Yeah, I did like that. I also, well, the chase sequence on the bikes. 
Yeah, good one. Yeah, because the... I mean, it's it no was, fucking... It's no Mad Max where you don't believe no, the person's no, around. Yeah, that's right. It's no Mad Max Fury Road. There's no Terminator 2 where you're no. crashing through bloody overpasses and things. But, again, keeping budget in mind, it was kind of fun. Yes. As you said, you know, seeing Tim Thomas and fucking go downstairs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're scaling that shit right back. I know. But, but it's it fun. works, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a bit of excitement. And as you said, fun. it's definitely Thomas. Oh, there is. They have not got money for a fucking stunt double. That's right. That's he right. is being told, do not crash that bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't crash are. the bike because we didn't. Uh, we just borrowed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll continue to pay the reg over the next 10 years. Hey, yeah. you crash that bike, we have to cut the entire yeah. thing. I'm trying to squeeze two pictures out of this bike. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what we can do. And, yeah, I like that. And they do the him going down the stairs and then her crashing through the window. Yes. It's all done pretty well, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's low-tier action. But it kind of works. Definitely. I really like when she saves him from the cops when they're chasing him. She shoots the cop in the back. Yep. Uh, and she finds the watch. Yep. Um, a again, nice way, to, said, again, to show that she's capable. She's, yeah. She's not just there to be fucking dragged around by Thomason and saved. And Yeah. I like that she was up for up for the... It wasn't... See, that's why the romance angle works, Jared. The romance angle works because... A, Tim Thomason's a fucking stallion. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's face it, women swoon. Of course. But the, the, the reason why it works is because she is not there wholly and solely to be a romantic foil. Yes. She is there for other purposes and to be his kind of his right hand and help yeah, him yeah. and stuff. And to kind of, you know. Get him out of a jam and, and, and get involved in the action. Yeah, facilitate some of the fish out of water stuff for him. And some of it... But, I mean, when other women see Thomason with the greying, long, wet hair look... <laughs> but I do like it when she goes, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, he's yeah. his hair back. Yeah. And she's like... Dry hair's to squids. Yeah, she, she fucking looks at him with contempt. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Which is probably her believe... only real moment of clarity for yeah. the movie. I believe similar people looked at me with contempt when I dyed my hair fucking <laughs> platinum blonde. Peroxide. Yeah. yeah. Good. Perfect. Good, Good work. I um, think I got, more, uh, I got more of the Tim Thomason kind of attention for that. Yeah, Tim. Fucking hell. Tips is for squids, mate. I think is what you got told. Yeah. No, no. I think I was saying, you know, you know, um, you know plain hairs for fucking squids. <laughs> Everyone was looking at me going, Looking like really? fucking Chris Kirkpatrick from the NSYNC. Oh, it's not for squid. Settle down, Chip. <laughs> so I really, I think that the, the the romance thing actually kind of works too because she, he's sort of this protector type or he is this type of guy yeah, that yeah. she is actually attracted to like, because yeah, yeah. he is. He is kind of a tough guy and all that sort of shit. Yeah, but there's also an element of, well, I don't really fucking need that. But, yeah. I don't, but I, I like, like you. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I like Jack. Yeah. I like a guy who grows his back, he's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Great long. Yeah. You know, I also like a guy who tells me I've been in LA for 10 years and then, I mean, I was pissing myself when he's there going, can you tell me where this Kalunga is? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like Kalunga. It's, it's fucking like 10, minutes two, minutes down the, 10 minutes down the road. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, also, just quietly, Timmy Thomason is cranking some fucking greying chest hair as well. <laughs> he should keep his shirt on. Yeah. I thought, he, I thought he had a fucking 
an extra blanket on. <laughs> a woolen knit. Yeah, it was cold. <laughs> well, it was cold this time of year. And Tim, Tim brought his own fucking um, little blanket to set. Okay, so they used the slow-mo again at the end, which I think works well. Yeah. Which is, a, this is probably the only time she's there to be, she gets saved. Yeah. And it works really well to bring it. I love the fact that, as I said, they used it early on so we know what it could do, then we bring it back. Yes. You know, classic plot device, but. And you knew where it was going. Exactly. Charlie Band wasn't fucking blowing your mind with that, that <laughs> angle there. Jared, this is the thing. I thought I would be fucking trudging through this thing <laughs> for 76 minutes and I would be fucking cursing you forever. I'm dead serious. But then consider my mind blown. Yeah, yeah, consider mind blown and you thinking, hmm, maybe I should watch Head of the Family <laughs> yeah, next. Yeah. Well, well hideous. 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 Hideous is the one I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the front cover is one of the most fucking rubbery looking things ever produced. Oh, I definitely yeah, want to have it looks that. rubbery on film, too. <laughs> oh, excellent. And the last one for me, apart from 76 minutes being the fucking perfect time <laughs> for any sort of movie, Charlie Band knows that. He knows less is more. Yeah, Charlie Baird knows I've got fucking errands to run. <laughs> I've only just got enough footage for 70 minutes. That's a feature. Yeah. I think he could only afford a certain amount of film. <laughs> exactly. If we have anything that goes to the cutting room floor, I'm not replacing that yeah. shit. I can't. Should I cut some of it? Don't cut anything. <laughs> That's basically yeah. what he tells the You editor. cut anything, I'll fucking cut you. <laughs> I'll cut your balls off. <laughs> I really like the broken file in the, in the gun. Which means only one of them can go back. Yes. And Death decides to send Whistler back. Yeah. But it means part two. Bring on part two. Well, that's what I said. You know, we're, we're, the great thing about a full moon feature is if it's reasonably successful, we're going to get fucking six sequels to watch. Exactly. <laughs> is there a hideous two, three, and four? No, no, no. Mustn't have been all that. Mustn't have been successful. <laughs> right. That was my last line. So, yep. Happy? Uh, anything else? Yeah, I think. Well. I do want to mention the music briefly because some of it was all right. Yeah. There was a few Again, where it was overly cheesy. Terminator vibe. Yeah, a few where it was overly cheesy and things like that. But in the opening especially, it's, it had that Terminator kind of quality. Mm. Again, derivative, derivative heavy on the synths. The, especially the opening one sounded very much like Terminator. Terminator yeah. But pretty solid. Do, do, do we assume that Terminator had been out? This time. Well, it was the same year, and band could turn around a picture very quickly. Oh. So he saw Terminator in theaters. Oh, I think a he week later, past this film was in the night. can. <laughs> yeah, he walked past the set yeah. one night. He thought, What's this? He ran into fucking Cameron and Schwarzenegger punching fucking yeah. windows in with no permits and said, "I do that shit all the time." What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll sort that out. I'll fucking punch the house of my own window out to get yeah, this exactly, thing out. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it just, look, I would assume that it was. I haven't checked on it, but I would assume that it was because that, that was the beginnings of that model, right? Correct. All right. Dislikes. Dislikes. Not many. No, not many. Definitely not Looks Tim cheap. Thompson. Looks definitely cheap. Definitely not Tim Thompson. No, oh, no, no, definitely not Thompson. Looks real cheap. There, yeah. there, there's some cheap sets and some cheap props and shit. Yeah, there, and, you, the, you know, the fact that you can't squeeze more than about four or five people in the movie one time because you – yeah, there's parts of it. Well, for the most part, I would say it doesn't look that cheap. 
but there are things that you I see think where you're it like, do, yeah, it, you it, it, The cheapness is defined by a couple of sequences, yes. specifically. And the couple of the shootouts and shit, there, there's a fight at the start in the diner that is just really poor. Well, the diner on the outside looks pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. But then the inside, yeah, does look a little... And then... shape. Especially when the lady gets shot. Yeah, they have a punch-up and it, the camera doesn't even move. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, like, there is barely a cut in some of that stuff. Yeah, They're well, rolling around on the table yeah, like a pair yeah, of idiots. Yeah, right, yes. And then Thomason shoots her. And, yeah, and she... Yeah. We do get some backstory on the trances themselves during that period, which I liked. Yep. You know, we kind of fill in some of the gaps. But ultimately... That fight sequence itself is really poorly choreographed, mm. and some of the props in that diner showcase just how cheap it is. Yes, yeah, there's definitely elements of that. It's funny because there's other parts where you like they've masked it really well. Yeah, but there's only so much you can mask it when the budget is. I mean, because 400k is for a movie like this, it's fucking minuscule. Oh, minuscule doesn't describe it. I mean, holy shit. What are you paying your actors? How much? <laughs> like, I mean, this is where you're paying them in craft services and booths. Well, I think Helen Hunt came back for at least part three, possibly part two, just because of relationships. And yeah, I mean, if they had to pay her what she was becoming worth, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have had. Oh no, she, she she's shot. definitely in two. She's definitely, she's definitely in three, and she's definitely but she's only in three, three briefly. But, but what I'm saying is, she wouldn't have been in those if it yeah. wasn't for the relationships they built. Taliban, her and Tim Thomason, I believe, are still pretty good friends. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's as I said, I and do see, laugh, I do laugh at that, but people do seem to come back for this guy. Yes, and another rap for the relationship. The, 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 the way it's placed on screen between those two. If they're, they're still friends today, yes. it means it worked then. That's the reason why it works. Yep. Because they got along really well and it, it shows on screen. Yep. The punk band in the club. Holy oh, shit. Jesus, that singer should have been fucking drug out. I was this close to taking the guitar and jamming <laughs> out of his fucking ass. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, I got the. He was butchering a fucking Christmas carol or something as well. I mean, I got the whole punk thing, but even fucking. You listen to some punk music, the singer's still in tune occasionally. Jesus, this bloke was a fucking disaster. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, not good. Not good good at all. Fucking terrible. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the fucking house band at Club Hell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It actually is Hell. It's a mixture between those guys and the dudes who are playing the frat house (laughs) and fucking. Thousand sorority row. They were in tune. I mean, that like could hold a note. Oh, could he? Shit. Yeah. All right. My biggest dislike for me personally is they use the slow mo. Yep. But both times they kind of use it to save her. Yes. Whereas I feel they should have used it in the first instance for something less important yeah. just to show us what it could do. Which was the yeah. point of that sequence. Well, I guess, I reckon, you know. But then bring it back to save her when she falls off the roof. Yeah, yeah. This is where you look back and, and you say, should you have done the one the one use thing? Or should you have said, you got three. You got three in the, in the chamber, basically. You can use this thing three times. 
or two times. Okay. And in the movie, that gives him the free reign to say, well, fuck, I can waste one because I've got to do... So he does something stupid does with it. Does something stupid hum- with it. Humorous. Yeah, yeah. Humorous thing. And then when he gets down to one, well, you do only have you do only have the one shot at the end. Yes, yes. So no do over. It should have been no do over. You yeah, don't get yeah. any more than what's there. So it felt like the one in the middle. Well, that's the same thing as the one at the end. Yeah, it's the same same purpose all over again. Yeah, and a little bit anticlimactic. You don't you don't see it as being shit. This is a one shot. Yeah, deal. if he fucks this up, and also he can't fix it. Also, both times. I felt like the last time it should have been something like the vial. You got a choice. Yeah. So that was a little bit of a dislike to me. It was such a good idea. I just felt like there had to be the whole time I was thinking this one use is going to come down to is it this or this? What do you do? And yeah, it's a really good idea. Probably not quite fleshed out enough. Not quite squeezing the best out of the idea. No. Which is kind of, you know, I mean, it's sort of exciting. Well, fuck, now mate. Now that we've got five more films to watch. You know, I want to see where it goes. I want to see where, <laughs> how they manage to use that. But I think it's, I, I think you're correct. It was kind of a high and a low. It was a really good idea. Just didn't quite feel like they used it to the effect that they possibly could have. Yeah. Which is disappointing because to me it's one of those ideas that, as I said before, it wasn't in something like Terminator. Yeah. It wasn't in other sci-fi films of this period. Yeah. So it was a surprise idea. You'd think, you know, Charlie Pan's tripped over a fucking good idea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know Come what I mean? On. Like, it's in the hands of someone who unfortunately doesn't have the cash to probably do. Well, he probably did have the cash, but as you said, he had 16 other films to make <laughs> yeah, for that, exactly. that cash. And the last yeah. bit for me... The, the 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 final showdown is kind of a little anticlimactic. It's kind of over really quickly. It's a little cheesy too, like the 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 old pitcher throwing the bottles. Yeah, I was okay with that, but the cheesy element comes in. I mean, it's fine in the scheme of things. The idea, I was kind of again, I was kind of expecting it, which is what full moon features are. You kind of see where they're going. Yeah. And I was okay with that. I'm like, yeah, the pitcher's going to do something. And so here it is. He's doing something. My issue was with when the stunt guy, or well, when the actor who was doing it because the stunt guy wasn't paid enough to turn up, um, yes. pretends to kind of, he gets hit with the first bottle and then he's clearly just no, nowhere near the edge, but then kind of falls over and then leans over the edge and kind of climbs himself over it and then gets hit again. And we've got some shocking fucking sound work where he just kind of goes, Ah, on the way down. I was just like, oh, man. I mean, even with the budget, we could do better than that. Come Can't on, we just boys. say, record that again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can find $10 or whatever you get that done again. <laughs> yeah. But it look. A little bit cheesy. Overall, bit Jared, I didn't have anything else. I had a couple. The initial, the, the first time you see Whistler, when he comes through the kind of Obi-Wan yeah. kind of yeah, right. message. Did it, was it just costume, me or did he look like fucking Dr. Evil? The costume looks like dinner theatre. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he just got he just knocked off Dracula. Yeah, 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 he just knocked off. They said, just wear what you're wearing. He seems to have a fucking pirate scarf around his waist. Yeah, does <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Oh, he was doing a fucking, um, he was doing a local theatre production of bloody Aladdin or something. <laughs> yeah, they just said, yeah, yeah, we'll use that. We'll find a way to use that. <laughs> And well, say so you're already dressed. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to get you in a costume. Yeah. Uh, 
might have disliked, but in the Santa Claus fight, Whistler seems to talk to death through the Santa, but the Santa's, like, his mouth doesn't move or anything. Mm. Is that a mind thing? It's fucking shocking. <laughs> it looks terrible. Whereas later on, they have the cop just talking to him yeah. as if it's like a kind of hive mind yeah, situation yeah. that he's talking. That worked far better. Yes. Why didn't you just have Santa keeling over and then fucking rolling over and saying, I'm going to fucking get you or whatever? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would have worked way better to do it like that, I think. Mistake um, from Charles. Mistake. Mistake. Big mistake. What she got? Okay. Now, you suggested otherwise, but is it too short? Yeah, it is. It is too short. 76. I love 76 minutes. So I mean, <laughs> a full moon feature. No, no, no. Hang on, are no. never long enough to be more than about it's, two to three minutes. No, nah, it's 73. So, so it's about 73 minutes. Yeah, it could have been is, an 80. It could have been an if, 80 if, quite comfortably. You know what? If Charlie Band hadn't been able to rustle up 800K or a million, yeah. this could have been a real fucking ripper. Give me another fish out of water scene. Give me another fucking yeah. demolition man Doing something stupid and him taking it to a restaurant as fucking Taco Bell or something like that. You know, like with more money, this could have been fleshed out. The yeah. problem is with Charlie Band is you you weren't fleshing this out. Well, that what you were the, doing is going. I've got a million dollars. I can make two movies. That was the last of my dislikes, but I do have a question for you because I feel after watching it, this fits squarely on my list of films that someone with a bit of cash should fucking remake. remake. Yes. Definitely, and don't change much because the idea of the the pol- you know the crook going back to the police chief is fucking good. Yeah, yeah. just squeeze stick a bit with more the basic with structure the and everything. Beef the budget up, beef the action up, and maybe use dig in a little bit more into the fish out of water stuff. Yeah, and the idea of the 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 long second, the, the long stuff. second and stuff. Bring all that in. Yeah, do it better. This has got plenty of potential. Even yeah. if you, this was budgeted at like $10 million. Yeah. So I think from a remake perspective, this is ripe for yeah, that kind I of thing. Know. Only problem is Charlie Band will do it himself. And he's making movies for less money than he ever has. Charlie, <laughs> hand it over. Yeah, yeah. It's just one I of those. Believe, I think Tarantino loves this one. He loves Does everything, he? but I think he's got it. Yeah, but he's only got a small number of movies he's going to make. I know, make, but, you know, but, but he can executive produce. He can fucking throw some cash to somebody. He can say, give it, you know, three million and <laughs> say, do it again. But you know what so I you mean? Know what, like though? someone with, someone with like, a bit um, of play. A someone like with Tarantino could do something with this, this script. Someone, someone like Tarantino goes to a studio and says, I want 20 mil to make this. They fucking fall over themselves to give it to him. Yeah, cool. Of course they do. And then Charlie Band walks in the door and they go, fuck. <laughs> you, you fucking screwed us, Tarantino. You knew all along. No, no but I, a guy I, like Tarantino could do something with this script. He could beef it up. He could give it that yeah, that sort of material that you're after. Because all I feel like it needs, like the idea is really good. Squeeze a bit more out of the fish out of water. It's lacking. We kept... Going back to the Terminator because of the obvious comparisons, it's lacking the really fucking iconic lines, yeah, and the dialogue of that. We get close with you know dry hairs for squids, but I mean Jesus, it's not it's not quite. It's I'll not be quite. Back, I'll be it? back. No, 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 no. No, um, Terminator is the reason why Terminator is what it is is because it's a really tightly written script. It's a really well written script. Yeah, and six million bucks in nineteen eighty four was not much. 
wasn't much, but it was more than six, you know, four hundred k. Actually, six million probably wasn't too bad. Because yeah. remember, something like Die Hard was made for like fifteen, and that was in nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. So six million's still pretty decent. Pretty good. So I see the comparisons, and I think Trances could do with a, a, a modern updating. That's my personal opinion. Charlie yeah. Band, steer clear of it. I mean, I'd, <laughs> I'd be okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'd be okay with with them going the same route with being derivative. I mean, you're never gonna go. You're never gonna make this movie and have people not say, "Gee, that's a bit like the Terminator and that sort of stuff." But your winning idea for me is the villain to the police chief. Yeah, angle. There's a couple of winning ideas in amongst that it that are already there. They're already sound enough. You just you just run with it. Yeah, correct. Definitely. That's what I feel like. That's yeah, what I definitely. I would, I, I would totally support a remake of yeah. this. But this particular one, it's as I said, it's why I keep going back to the full moon pieces because even when they're a bit silly and a bit stupid or whatever, it's just you can tell just by watching them. It's a bunch of people that there's passion, like, there's passion and effort. There is. There's a bunch of people that like making pictures. Charlie Band gave people opportunities. Yes. If they hadn't had a crack and someone said, I want to direct a movie, then he thought they fucking could, he'd give them a go. Exactly. And, and sometimes that works a treat. Other times not so much, but you can tell by watching the full moon features the people love making the movies. They're having a bit of fun. They're trying to make entertaining movies. Sometimes they fucking <laughs> they do the job. And in this case, they, they hit this well. Yeah. Like, you know, people might argue three and a half. I was entertained the whole way. At no yeah. point did I think to All myself, All 76 Holy. minutes. I mean, if it went to 85, <laughs> I might have started to get bored. <laughs> As I said, Jared, I was coming from a low place, though. I was coming from a place where <laughs> this is going to be an absolute <laughs> shit show. So at the end of the day, yeah. I'm pretty – so I was super I mean, surprised. I know you have faith in me and my <laughs> – I had no faith. Zero. None. Oh, so I dear. came from a really low bar, and then immediately within about five minutes, I was like, this is actually all right. Yeah. Like, good. can it hold? <laughs> and it held. Fucking <laughs> <I can> held. <laughs> Stop talking now. Look at me. I'm fucking, I'm inside myself. You're kicking I me. Have this, every... mate, I'm this close to going and watching Trances too. every time. compliment you give me a fucking underhanded. Oh, it's backhanded. No, <laughs> it's backhanded. Come on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I was pretty happy with this one. And I would say it's probably at the top of, the full moon features I've watched so far. Okay, perfect. I'm going to be watching. So part don't two. watch anymore. <laughs> I'm going to be watching part two over the. I'm, actually, I'm going to try I'm and check out 1.5 first. I'll, I'll, I'll check out 1.5 and I'll check out part two. Can't get three. Yeah, <laughs> can't get three. Well, it might <laughs> be on YouTube. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> but then we could go four to six. They're on Tubi. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> this long weekend is going to be a trances marathon. And you know, you know, once you go into the full moon features, you'll get recommended subspecies one, and then you'll go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, two or three. Before you know it. Radu will have you in his grasp for four films. <laughs> I can't wait for this weekend. It's going to be a fucking... Like, it's like swimming in a fucking pool full of shit. Basically, I cannot wait. Yep. All right. That is Trances. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia and at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. Please rate and review us on all the platforms we're on. We're also on Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Now, Jared, just a little side note. Uh, the Quarry is out this week. Yes. I've got my pre-order in. 
Yep. My PlayStation is currently in rest mode right. <laughs> and ready to download supposedly tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's on. It's 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 coming very, very soon. I'll be too busy lounging. Lounging, lounging around on a holiday yeah. uh, for six days before I get to jump into it. So I'll, you'll probably I'll be fully, it three I'll times. be fully through the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll, obviously, next episode we will... We will break well, down. We might even do a maybe an episode on its own. A quick half hour or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. maybe, maybe. What uh, what are we expecting in the special edition? What what extras do you get? Oh, the one I got was the. It just had a couple of little, I think, behind the scenes type of things or something like that. But it also had a heap of clothing packs oh, right. and shit okay. like that. The so you can walk around in packs. speedos like Friday the Thirteenth or something. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, look, <laughs> I tell you what, I will be looking for the most garish outfit I can find. I can tell you. Well, that. I want a Tim Thomason fucking get up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's wearing the fucking executive. Yes. He's an executive yeah. coat. I like it. And I also do like the fact that she looks at him. Why the fuck are you wearing? That? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm looking forward to that. I think it should be good. Good to have another. Another horror release to jump into yes. so soon after Evil Dead. I mean, it's correct. Good, good times, but also, I mean, I, this 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 concept has been so right. This yeah. idea that you actually make the decisions that move. Yeah, the thing well, forward. it's like Until Dawn, which yeah. we both really enjoyed. Yeah, but even more seems even more like a like a horror horror flick from the yeah. era that we yeah we fucking enjoy. So, so I'm looking forward to it. As far as our next film's concerned, keep an eye on the Facebook page. Trances 2. Trances 2 through <laughs> 6. And, but until then, take it easy, everyone, and we'll catch up with you later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.